This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems to help you cultivate those much needed life shifting healing experiences. So welcome to season two. I know it's been a minute, Um, but last season was a complete eye opener for me and not just in the topics we got to discuss together, but also how I viewed our healing journeys and As I reflected on our conversations online and offline, I decided to give our community a little update and a rebrand. So you might notice that we are no longer Destination Heal, and here's why. Simply put, there is no destination in our healing process. There's never going to be a moment when we arrive. We will forever be a work in progress. We will forever be striving to exist as better human beings. And my vision has always been centered around what caring for yourself looks like in real life. Hence our new home, our new place to play self-care in real life. So thank you so much for your patience and just always sticking by me and encouraging me while I figure things out like all the time. So I did a little pre-Mother's Day event for my motherless community, and I thought, how amazing would it be to recap what we discussed on our first episode here of season two? So we talked about grief recovery, and frankly, if it's even possible. Experts say that there are no absolutes in grief, right? And we've heard this about life in general. Everyone's journey is unique to them, it's a unique path that isn't duplicated by anyone else. And I mostly agree with that. However, I do believe there are three, just three absolutes in grief. If you've got your pen and paper handy, here's where you start writing down things. In grief, I believe three things will always happen to us, right? Just three things. You will decide how to recover. You will decide when you recover. You will decide if you recover. And these declarations of mine come from my core belief that 
We choose our joys and our sorrows long before we experience them. I'll give you an example. My mother died in April of 2013. Um, so the holidays was what, six or seven months after that. And so my first holiday season, I anticipated grief, right? I anticipated the idea that I would miss my mom. So I experienced it first on my birthday. My birthday is November the 4th. I am taking gifts early if you'd like to get me something. <laughs> um, but I, on my birthday, my mother would always call me. And one of the things I miss the most is hearing her voice. So I woke up that morning, no call. I am over the top with anxiety. I'm sad. I am in this most manic depressive state that I've ever experienced in my entire life. I think I'm going to die. That's how bad it is. And so I had the worst birthday, right? Like I'm creating arguments all over my life with the best friend, with the husband, just everything is going wrong, right? And so I left that day. I said, you know what? I don't want to feel like this ever again. That was my first choice. And said, and I said to myself, come Thanksgiving, I got to make some changes. So I called my Aunt Katie up and I said, do you think it would be okay if I come and spend the holiday with you guys? And she said, oh my God, honey, of course, we'd love to have you. So no conversations had after that. I get there, I show up on Thanksgiving. When I tell you I cried the whole time, good tears though, but I show up. There's my favorite crab cakes there. There's some yams. There's mac and cheese and gravy the way I like it. Everything that I would have gotten if I had have been home with my mom for Thanksgiving. And that was me. That, that was my first time creating a new experience inside of my grief that looked like joy for me. And so one of the most damaging pieces of misinformation we learn about grief is that you will never get over it. I am here to tell you that that is a whole entire ass lie. You will and can be okay. Maybe not all the time, right? You will have ebbs and flows in grief, just like in life. You will be different. I guarantee that. But you indeed have the capability of being okay again. The idea that you'll never get over this does not allow for any kind of recovery and grief. It just leaves your heart eternally broken. So let's change the narrative right now in your head. You can also begin to practice this idea by proactively correcting people who say this to you and around you. Because I know for a fact that I am not the unicorn of this. I'm just not. And it is completely possible for you to experience joy inside of your grief. And I know I feel you side-eyeing me. I feel you questioning how, Ty, how. How do we get to a place to even start grief recovery? The first thing simply put is choose you first. I'll say it again for the people in the back because sometimes y'all don't hear me. Choose you first. Obviously, that's my number one answer always because self-care in real life, duh. But recovery starts with radical self-care. Radical self-care is literally the belief that you have a responsibility to take care of yourself before and beyond and above anyone else, not beyond, but before and above. <laughs> Radical self-care is believing that your cup must be filled in order to pour into others. This includes your husband, them children, your parents, your grandparents, your job, 
You come first. But even though the word self is at the core of this activity, you don't have to do it alone. You can do it through community building. I lean on my core circle to help me exercise radical self-care. My core circle, which I've built from my core values, must have these three things. And your three things might be different because everyone's core values are different, right? But my three things are these people are the people in my life that help me break down or unpack life experiences on a daily or weekly basis. So in short, it's people I talk to all the time about life stuff. Second, they are the people in my life who I feel safe with. There's no judgment. I can say what I feel and not be judged. These are the people who consistently allow me to be who I am. And lastly, they are the people who, and this one's actually really important. This is, this is like my, I should have said this first because this is actually my core value. These are the people who I know without a single doubt in my mind will tell me the truth even when I can't. Because let's be real clear. There are times where you can't tell yourself the truth. You just can't. It hurts too much. It's harmful, whatever the, whatever it is. But you have to have people in your core circle who will be able to and can and not be afraid to tell you the truth. So find your people, cultivate your community, right? I have had the privilege of evolving and healing with my friends, but I also recognize that a lot of women, especially women of color, may not get that opportunity, which is one of the reasons why I created self-care in real life and our membership community. So when you're ready, head over to selfcareirl.com to witness and be a part of the brave space that we've designed to help you create better wellness experiences with other women like you. So after you've chosen yourself and now you have your core circle, now it's time to do the work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know what you're asking. How do you do the work? Well, sis, that's totally up to you. (laughs) I'm going to be real with you. How you do the work is up to you. What that looks like definitely is going to be different for everyone. I don't have a blueprint for that. However, 
this is where I circle back and remind you the overarching theme of there are no absolutes in grief. Everyone's journey is different. So resolve that how you will, right? But you have to actively participate in your recovery. It's really easy to say to people, I'm okay, I'm fine. No, 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 I don't need anything. I'm fine. Yes, I'm sure. I'm I'm fine. I you get me? <laughs> but I want to encourage you to lean on your people. Now is not the time to be emotionally isolated, right? It's just not the time. I know it can feel like you're a burden to people, but here's where selecting the right people for your core circle is really important because to your core people, you'll never be a burden, right? And I also want to remind you that by definition, grief is an emotion. So feel it. You have to feel it in all of its ugliness and in all of its glory. My last tip might be, hell, it might be the most important one of them all. And I had to learn it myself. It's to realize or begin to believe. Yes, to begin to believe that it's not guilt that you're feeling. I'll say that again. Begin to believe it is not guilt that you feel. I remember replaying the very last quote unquote argument I had with my mother. And it was over some damn big ziti, y'all. Like we fussed over who was going to bake the goddamn ziti. I replayed that argument like we had had a knockdown, drag him around, fight about who stole your man. And so for six or so months of my grieving, I let that eat me up inside. Like that's all I could think about. And there was all these regrets behind this argument and I feel guilty. But when I unpack this, I learned that it wasn't guilt I felt at all. By definition, guilt means that there is some intent to place harm. That wasn't what this was. I was devastated, not guilty, I was devastated. So I quickly let that go and I had to reprocess that experience in my head. A lot of times in grief, you have to unlearn some norms, right? And I realized that I was simply devastated that this was the last of everything with my mom. And it's okay to be devastated because this was the first love of my life. This is the person who helped shape who I am at the core. And she's no longer here. But in this experience, what's the truth here, right? Like, what is the truth? The truth is that there is no evidence that warrants guilt. I did everything I could. I was everything I could for my mother. And so I have to hold that as my truth really tight in order to begin to recover. So I'm going to leave you with those gems because we like to keep it cute and short over here at Self Care in Real Life. I really hope that you enjoyed and loved this episode. If you did, 
please do me a favor. Y'all know I love flavors. I love flavors too, by the way. And submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me. We might go together or something. So go ahead and subscribe to our podcast so that you can be the first to get new episodes on Sundays. And I also want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going beyond today. When you do share it, make sure you tag us. I am at Ty Alexander. That's, I can talk today. I really can at Ty Alexander and self-care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me. I really do appreciate you. And until next time, toodles. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women.